In this podcast, we actually share an exercise that we've put together to help challenge you on where you are an assessment, as a matter of fact, about your relationships and the connections that you have. There are some people, some of us actually crave salt, some crave sugar, but we all crave connection. Yeah. It's kind of part of part of our biology, right? It is. It's in our DNA. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, um, for most of our human existence, we lived in small tribes, you know, for, for what, a million years or whatever, from when we were first human until you know, a million years later when we actually started farming. And we lived in small bands of maybe 20, 40 people tops. We knew everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew us. We were familiar with everyone, everybody's names. Everybody kept each other accountable for everything else. We followed rules in the tribe because that's what you did. And then we grew. And fast forward a couple thousand years. <laughs> yeah, and we were living alone yeah. much much more often than we used to against our biology yeah yeah we always wonder why do you have trouble remembering people's names or faces (laughs) (laughs) because we're not meant to live like this (laughs) right so this social isolation is something we actually want to uncover today because one of the thing about things about isolation is this higher risk of chronic disease and so as health experts and uh, teachers were trying to help people discover it's not just about food, right? Mm-hmm. It's really about our connections. And mm-hmm. more importantly, the quality of our connections. It's really not how many people that you're friends with. That you're <laughs> friends quotes. with. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it is our, it's our fifth foundation. And even though we, we started out with four foundations, when we realized that this was missing, that was huge because it is so important. It's so, so important. I mean, the lack of connection, if you're lonely, we've read this several times, it, it increases all kinds of nasty things, disease, it lowers immunity, it, it makes you vulnerable to so many different health problems. And we've heard that it's the equivalent of smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So you could have the best habits otherwise you could be stellar with your diet and sleep well and, and do yoga, but be lonely and you might as well smoke a pack of cigarettes. So one, one thing, actually, when I was having this discussion with my husband, one thing we wanted to make sure that we talked about was the difference between um, being lonely and being alone. And maybe that's a whole another podcast because we're talking about when we're lonely, the disruption of sleep, the increased stress, uh, you know, not really understanding who feeds us literally on an emotional level, because when we're connected to people, our immune system is boosted. We have hormones go up Mm -hmm. and just we're, we just present ourselves in a much more, delightful though yeah exactly and we live longer if that's a motivation for you (laughs) yeah so if you want to increase the quality of your life we say really foster some deep quality connections right right and so let's dive into that a little bit more because what is having a quality connection because there are many people who have many friends but say something you know you really need to pour your heart out you might think who can I call and you might not have anybody that you really feel comfortable calling. Maybe it's a family member that you end up doing, which is important too, but maybe you need at least one or two or three people that you could just, you know, pour your heart out to. And a lot of people don't have that. 
Well, and I think you you bringing that up. Just one one of the things we want to make sure we talk about is that this can be effort, you know, to develop these quality relationships. It's not just that they fall in our lap. It's just like food, you know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. We've got to search it out. We've got to be discerning and that sort of thing. Um, so the quality relationships we're talking about are someone that we can have a trusting, honest, be ourself without the judgment Mm -hmm. and um feel safe you know that's one of our main needs as humans is to feel safe and so the connection that we're looking to foster is has safety as a foundation right some somebody who's going to support you somebody who's going to listen to you you know open-mindedly and that's it's it's that real deep connection of that kind of a quality thing you really trust them you can depend on them it's that kind of feeling. Yeah. And it's not always someone who has your same views. It doesn't mean that you don't have different views or right. you don't see things differently or that you're not on the same page with many things, but that uh, someone you you can be truthful with, right. raw. Yeah, for sure. That's a really good point, too, because I think of a couple of my really good friends that I really, really like. We don't share a lot of the same views. We just don't talk about some things. Right. And that's not important because those are somewhat superficial things. The real things that matter are the things that we talk about, you know, and I know that they have my back if I needed them, you know, just like I did, I do with them. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really important to have, it's not the quantity, it's the quality. (laughs) And so it's a matter of those people, they probably are already in your life. And you might just have to foster those relationships a little bit more. It's not necessarily that you have to go out and find new people. Maybe you do. Right. And maybe you have to let go of some people that are doing almost the opposite of what we're talking about. Right. So that's another thing. With We talk about having connections, but you may have connections that are actually detrimental to your health, too. Which is what our exercise is about that we want to share with right. people. But before we get there, um, one of the other things is that when we're talking about deep connections with people, it's we, we can talk about, you know, when we're looking to try to find these people, mm-hmm. one of them is in like minded groups. And that group might be, you know, a book group that you can either create. Maybe you have a, a deep desire to, you know, save the planet or care for animals or you love Volleyball, volleyball, or movies, <laughs> or you know, some finding some sort of common ground mm-hmm. is you know really a, a way to begin that conversation. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And and sometimes it's just somebody standing in line somewhere that you just have a connection with for some reason, and maybe that connection becomes a hey, let's maybe let's go get some coffee, and you become friends. So it doesn't always have to be as complicated as joining a group of something. You That's know? right. So. Well, at my run on Saturday, I ran into two two women who were running together, and they became friends during their marathon, their New York City marathon, and and they've been running together ever since. And <laughs> you know, they just met there right. in in this uh, and have created a beautiful friendship. Yeah. So, so us being open to that kind of connection, I think, is another hot right. point. And that's it's also it's also tuning into your intuition too because we do have chemistry with people you know yeah. there's people that you meet and you're immediately attracted to them and want to hang out with them and then right. there's people that do nothing for you and then there's people that you have maybe a negative connection with right. so you know pay attention to that energy too and 
the people that you have a really good, strong chemistry with, you might want to, you know, consider fostering that a little bit. So let's get to this exercise. Yeah. And so this exercise, we want to start with a Jim Rohn quote that many people talk about when they're talking about connection is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. (laughs) And so that quote kind of leads us to the exercise. And it's the first part of the exercise is to write down the top five people you spend most of your time with. Yeah. And this is just this is just most of your time. This is not a list of your favorite people or, you know, your close friends. It's just looking at your calendar and literally who are the people you spend the most time with. It and it could, might be people at work. It could be people at work. Right. It could be people in your family, your neighbors, etc. But look yeah. at your calendar, the top five people. Right. The second part of the exercise is to take another part of your paper and write down the top five people in your life may not be the same five people that do these three things. One is encourage healthy habits. So think of you know, people in your life that are encouraging healthy habits. Second thing is challenging you mentally. Which of your friends really challenge you mentally that you have debates with, that you really have good conversations in with? In a positive way. Yeah. Challenge mentally in a positive way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> with, the, with the idea of growth mindset, right? <laughs> right. That's pretty. Make that clear. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and also the third part is the people that you can rely on, truly rely on you know, in the worst, most dire circumstances. Who, who would be there? Yeah. Who would take care of my cat? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if I were in the hospital, right. you know, right. what, who could I rely on? Exactly. To, yeah. Exactly. So now you have these two lists. Yeah. And we want to look at these two lists and see if there are any on your second list that are also on your first list. And hopefully there's one, maybe two. two. Um, And if not, the idea then is how do we foster more connection with those people on that second list that actually support your healthy habits and your mindset growth and really could be there in in times of happiness and in times of crisis. And we want to then encourage you. Yes, it's work. It's fostering those. It's actually scheduling coffee time or tea time. It's going for a walk. It's, you know, cooking together. It's it's really spending some quality time. Yeah. And if they're long distance, maybe it's just simply calling them once a week. You know, so it's it's a matter of whatever works within your lifestyle and their lifestyle to get that relationship on the front burner. Yeah. And we encourage FaceTime or Skype or something like that. So you can actually see each other because those kinds of facial mm-hmm. connections actually release different endorphins in our body right. and on a chemical level can create additional happiness when we physically see each other. So we'd love to get your feedback too. I want you to do this exercise. We're going to do the exercise. We're going to share our feedback on our Facebook page and in our blog. So we'd love to hear how it worked for you and see if it kind of brought up any new revelations for you. So get connected. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.